In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. Okay, friends, you heard it. It's in the lab time. Drew, John. John, I did a little fun thing for Texans 360 this week, which you can watch on ABC 13 KTRK at 11 every single Saturday night. If you're listening to this elsewhere outside the Houston area, it's also on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And if you're inside the Houston area, you can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on 13. We'd love to have you along for it. But John, Andre Johnson, somebody that we both know and love. Oh, yeah. He's a Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist. He is. Should have gotten in last year, but yes. he didn't. Belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's something I tweet pretty much anytime his name comes up. But I did a fun little thing for the show. And I, I knew you would like this, but think back to November of 12. Okay. Jacksonville, mm-hmm. overtime, followed up four days later by the Lions, overtime. Yes. Goes off for 273 in the first one, four days later, 188. It's the, it was, at that point, the biggest two-game stretch receiving yardage-wise for anybody in NFL history. Right. And there's lots of little fun facts about that, but one of the main ones is... That span from when they started the game at noon-ish Sunday to when they finished the next game, 3.30-ish Central Time, 4.30-ish Eastern because Detroit's in the East. It was basically 99 hours and 39 minutes elapsed, and he put up all that yardage, so like less than four days almost, or four days, and he went off. And they played about 10-plus quarters of football. Yeah, cause because two overtimes. Yep. Both, yeah, they, and they went deep in overtime in both of those. Yep. The the Texans, I forgot about this. The Texans and, and Jaguars traded field goals in overtime. So Jacksonville kicked oh, a wow. field goal, but it, it, that didn't. It wasn't sudden death back then. Right. So they you had to score a touchdown. I think it had just changed. If it wasn't yeah, that year, it was like a year that, or two before. I think that was about the time it changed. Yeah. But the, he didn't dink and dunk. It wasn't a bunch of seven and eight yard reception. No. He had some of those, but right. he had a forty eight yarder that won it. Yep. At Jacksonville, but he had a 35, a 22. I mean, the thing about Andre Johnson was he got butt naked wide open time and, <laughs> time and time and time and time and time and time again throughout his career, and everybody knew he was usually the best player on the entire field. I don't think there's any question in that. Uh, and I think that's why you should go in the Hall of Fame. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as that. What were you either so statistically better than everybody else, which obviously would probably make you greater than everybody else, mm-hmm. or were you just in a period of dominance that when you played, and I think those two games are a great example of that. And I, one thing that always, I think, gets forgotten about the Thanksgiving game is the fact that when you play a Thursday night game, an Amazon Thursday night game, mm-hmm. I stress the word night. Yeah. It's Thursday night. It doesn't sound like a whole lot. But the difference in playing a game at 11.30 on Thursday versus playing a game at 7.15 on Thursday yeah, doesn't sound like a lot. It's massive. Body clock is 11.30. Massive. Body clock is 11.30. That yeah. game, I think, is always very difficult. Yes, it's Thanksgiving, and it's fun, and you, you know, you're used to having football with Thanksgiving. But to play that game eight hours, essentially, before your body clock would tell you you're playing a Thursday night game... So that cuts off eight hours of your just rest yeah. of your body. And then to put up those receiving numbers, I mean, that's 
That's incredible. I hadn't really thought about that aspect. And at that point, what are the numbers? Say that again. 273 and 188. So that's 461 if my math is correct. So he averaged 231 yards and how many ever touchdowns over the course of basically four days. He went into that game. That's incredible. So think about it. He started before the game started against Jacksonville. He went into that game on the season. So you're it's it's like midway through the season, a little bit past the midway point. But he came into that game with 500 plus yards. By the time really not even the week, <laughs> yeah. not even the week, right. But by the time that that finished, I mean he had over 1000 yards. It's wild. I mean in the span of 5 days he went going into the Jacksonville game and then coming out of the Detroit game, which is not even a week later. Yeah. Not even a week later. Oh, he's almost a thousand-yard so so, okay, receiver. Let me, That's incredible. Minor correction. 597 yards before that Jacksonville game started. Mm-hmm. So f- 99 hours and 39 He came out of there a thousand-yard receiver. 1,058 yards. He basically almost doubled it. And then he had, you know, added another 400 you know, before the season ended. So he finished that season. It was the highest total ever 1598 yards he was 2 yards shy of 1600 that's unbelievable in 08 he had 1500 plus yards in 09 he had 1500 plus yards he had his first 1000 yard season his second year 1142 he was 24 yards shy of it as a rookie in 03 so think about it in 03 he had 976 yards in 14 his final year with the texan texans he had 936 yards. He's yep. still a 900-yard receiver. Mm-hmm. His last 1,000-yard season was 1,400 in thir- 2013, which I was felt, a I was wreckage look, of a season. When I was least. looking at his numbers, when he, uh, when he played a certain number of games, he was a 1,000-yard receiver. Yeah. Point blank, end of story. He was a 1,000-yard receiver. Um, that's, I mean, that's a ph- phenomenal. I, I had seen something pop up on Twitter. Eh, I'm not going to be able to find it. But I had seen something, uh, a couple of voters were uh, quoted anonymously about the kind of the receiver situation. Mm-hmm. Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson. And one of the voters was saying, you know, Andre's the best of the three, but we don't know if he's that much further along than the other two. Then another voter was quoted as saying, oh, yeah, Andre should absolutely, no doubt, be in. Mm-hmm. And I think I've heard this, you know, we, we have the argument of, look, he's on an expansion team. What was around him? I mean, who threw him the football? And I think some people are like, well, because he was the only guy, he was getting a lot more targets. He was getting a lot more of the share. Yeah, he was also getting a lot more of the attention from the secondary as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yet he still got open. He still was, as you would say, but naked, wide open. Yep. I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, but we can say that on a podcast. Probably yeah. wouldn't say that on the air. Right yeah, maybe here. not on the air. But mm-hmm. uh, that said, I don't know that I'm. I've been trying to find a better back-to-back wide receiver performance. I don't know. I mean, especially in the span of five days, I don't know that. I don't know if you can find one. So that's the task, listeners. There you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll give listeners some homework. How about Give us a better hundred hour. Uh, yeah, you, you can't. It's it's you, you, you've, you've 
You're not going to find one. I but believe, can you find just back-to-back games? I believe it's been eclipsed since. I can't can't remember who. He he broke one, the back-to-back record but that Ooh. Chad Johnson held. Kiki QT? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it's Kiki. You're but still mad at me? Did I tell you that? I told you, you told that me story. That's, yeah. that's, for another, that's for another. That's for another. This is about day. Andre Johnson, all right? Let's, What's this? Okay. But I, I wrote a little article back about a month ago when Andre got nominated. So there's only 10 guys ahead of him, career receiving yardage wise yeah, right. in, in NFL history. I mean, I think that alone is, yeah. is reason to get in. And how he many had, of them are in the Hall of Fame right now? Seven of them are in. The only ones that are not, Larry Fitzgerald, who we'll go in. he'll go in soon, and he deserves to go. I, and I think all 10 of them ahead of him right. deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Sure. I believe Reggie Wayne is a Hall of Fame receiver. I think he's yeah. he de- belongs in. Just because Andre's better than him, I don't think these guys don't deserve to get in. Yeah, yeah. I also think Steve Smith Sr. belongs in the Hall yeah, of, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, and those are the only guys that have more than he did. But only uh, Tony Gonzalez, who's not a receiver, Tim Brown, and Steve Smith, they're the only guys in that top 10 who spent at least one season in their career catching passes from a quarterback who would one day get into the Hall of Fame. Now, Matt Ryan, the quarterback, might might Ooh. get in someday. I don't know. Matt, R- Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers are sitting in a whole different room that needs a lot more discussion. That's a yeah. tough one. I'd take Rivers over Ryan. but And Ryan has an MVP. Yeah. And Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he had a ring. So Gonzalez, he might while. fall off that short list of guys. So then it would be just Tim Brown mm-hmm. and Steve Smith who didn't play with a Pro Bowler. But Brown and Smith... They, or excuse me, Hall of Famers. Brown and Smith played with guys who uh, were. So Smith played three seasons with a quarterback who went to the Pro Bowl that same year. Yep. And Brown and Gonzalez played at least five seasons with a guy who would go on to a Pro Bowl. So Andre only played two seasons. Mm. Schaub went nine and in 12. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, you look at that. That's, I think that's a good little How about that? barometer. Yeah, take that. Mm-hmm. That's nice. He needs to go in. It's going to be, I mean, we'll find out. I think it's Super Bowl weekend. I think Saturday before the Super Bowl, I think, is when we find out. So, you know, it's interesting talking to, to Dre. We had him in the studio with, with Mark and I. And it it's funny because he's never been seemingly about personal accolades. Right. And I think he's kind of a mindset. And I... And, I wish I had this mindset, and that was, I've done everything I can do. There's nothing I can do. So mm-hmm. when I get stressed about something I can't control, I'm the world's worst when it comes to that. Like, I worry about everything that's out of my control. <laughs> I am the world's worst. I believe you. And he <laughs> he is completely the other way. Like, what can I do? And here I'm stressing more for him, and he's just like, I did everything I could do. And I do think once you get your mind off it and you start going through your life, and obviously he's opened a he's opened a restaurant and his business dealings are going very well seemingly, you kind of get focused on that. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, man, I'd be a wreck. Okay, am I going to get these votes? I'm kind of like, would I get mm-hmm. this vote? Am I going to get this? What's McLean going to say about me? How am I going to do this? What's my challenge? I'd be thinking about all those things. And I have no control over any of it. None. And I, so I think his, his mindset's really, really good. But... There's going to come a time, especially with more younger receivers. You know, Megatron's already gone in. Larry Fitzgerald's going to be coming up. I don't, I don't even know what year Larry was last. Arizona, 2021. I can't remember. Either way, yeah. 
Fitzgerald will be coming up at some point. You're going to have some others that put up some gargantuan numbers are going to be coming up at some point, too. So you're going to really, especially wide receiver, because that's become such a numbers heavy position because now you got 17 games. Well, you had 16 games for a long time, but now you got 17 games. Guys are putting up, you know, oh, you know, guys that had 100 catches this year basically averaged six catches a game. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's not a lot, there's not a ton difference between six catches a game and seven, but it kind of is. So you're going to start getting that bottleneck at wide receiver. So hopefully before too long, he gets in and they can avoid all of that. And the rest of those guys, other guys can kind of deal with that as they go. But I'm with you. I think Reggie deserves to be there. I think Torrey deserves to be there as well. I think they've got the right guys, and I feel like they'll go in. The fact that Steve Smith Sr. is not a not a finalist still is mind-blowing because I felt like if there was a guy that I didn't want to face, no, yeah. did not want to face, it was that guy. Yeah, that he's, guy could turn I, to I, I totally, I Big plays, totally think big moments. Yeah. I think he absolutely should be in there. Yeah, and one more little tidbit, and I might have, I've probably said this before, but I think it needs to be repeated. So of those 10 in front of him, Andre Johnson was good for five and a half catches and 73 and a half yards a game. Only Jerry Rice and Marvin Harrison of that 10 mm-hmm. averaged better than that. Wow. Wow. Only two. Wow. So that means he had more catches per game than Fitzgerald, than Terrell Owens, and mm. Randy Moss, Tony Gonzalez, Tim Brown. Reggie Wayne, Steve Smith, Isaac Bruce. He was better per game than each of those guys. Wow. So, and it's like you said, the defense was focused on him. Always. Most of the time. Always. Yeah. That's the guy that's going to beat us. Let's make sure we. I mean, sometimes it comes down to a simple test. Walk into that room and go, hey, who was Reggie Wayne's fellow receiver? Oh, Marvin Harrison, Dallas Mm -hmm. Clark. Who was Andre Johnson's fellow receiver? Kevin Walter, uh, Jacoby Jones. Like we're, we're able to do that. Late DeAndre Hopkins. Early, I mean, we're able Jamar to Gaffney, do that. Corey Bradford. Yeah, but guys that good players, but not Hall of Fame players. Like, you think anybody in the Hall of Fame room is going to be able to go? They they might get one of those. They might get DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, at the end DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, okay. Well, what about oh three through fourteen? Mm-hmm. Name him. They might get Kevin Walter, maybe. They might get Jacoby Jones because Jacoby had success with Baltimore. That's what that is holding. That's what's holding him back is the ignorance. Yep. These guys just never watched him play. Yep, you know, absolutely. He was on some bad teams. Absolutely, or, there. no doubt. All right, that's enough from you and me. Uh, always love doing this with you, John. Yeah, man. That was fun. And we will do this again in the lab next week. We might have some juicy news next week. Hmm. There's a tease. So long. <laughs>